How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Dose of the Bay on the Keep It Zen podcast. I'm here with the one and only Sean Finn, musician, and also, um, what is it? what's your title in the college? Is it? A president of the student union would Pre- be like official uh, title. Yeah. yeah, president of the student union, yeah. musician, and overall cool guy. For dear. Did you say Vegeta? <laughs> no, I said Comfort Eater. Oh, Comfort Eater, aren't we all? Yeah. So, um, like, what is there to do in these strange old times? Probably make a podcast. Yeah. Make a podcast, that's Android songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make a podcast, I've written like three songs since this whole thing started. And I've produced things. Secret projects that we're not going to talk about. Oh no, we'll talk about them. They're just not good. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll a teaser for later, but oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh no, it's not about my own things. <laughs> oh no, your stuff's good. So yeah, we're doing it a little bit different. We don't have an entire debate topic, but we're going over multiple smaller hot takes. Sean has a series of hot takes that he wants to get out there, and we're going to discuss them. Or it could be me with the hot takes and he has the normal opinion. We don't know yet. Alright, do you want to start us off? We'll, we'll start off with uh, music. Alright, cool. Kind of, I'm a musician, so that's kind of probably the best way to go down. Um, oh, I should have probably thought this through before I came on. Yeah, no, I thought you had one in mind. Um, well, no, what's, uh, do you play any instruments? I play, well, I own a guitar. I can play okay. the first few seconds of Despacito. That's a good thing though, it's, this is like for people who are uh, in quarantine, like you know, that would be like a thing if you have a guitar lying around or if you have any sort of instrument lying around, like I've been trying to improve my piano skills with my keyboard that's beside me, but uh, that's the piano. Yeah, I, you know? I just got a drawn tablet in like, today, so I'll be able to do a lot of digital drawing. Probably not going to be doing yeah. much though, because this is my main focus. I did that in the Leaving Cert as well, and uh, I failed it, so that was the only thing I failed. <laughs> I didn't. I tell you why I failed though. Like I didn't submit my project right, and I'll tell you why. I went and met Noel Gallagher the day I was supposed to submit my project. You know, <laughs> like, I I'd rather meet Noel Gallagher. To be fair, right? I it's three years later, and I don't regret not submitting my project on time. My much fancy, more fancy meet Noel Gallagher. I've five signed albums and I follow with them. So yeah, no, that's. Know, Project. Like I had to get up at five o'clock in the morning to get in early for art because the teacher was a dirty little cheater who didn't want to follow the rules of staying in the time limit. So, (laughs) which I needed. (laughs) I I done art from like I done art for all my six years in school. I didn't see why as well. And in first or third year, I had a teacher. His name was Mister Casey's lovely, lovely, lovely guy. Mm-hmm. And it was very small. There was only twelve people in it. There was ten girls, two lads, and the lad was um like he was a gay lad, right? And my art teacher was a real lad, lad, like you know. Yeah. And the class was all like real girly girls, and then like you know the the gay lad was real good, like like you know with the girls, like you know. Yeah. I'm not sorry, but, like them and like you know my art teacher. He was just one of those guys that like you'd never look at and go, "You're an art teacher." Like he was just like. He was just like, oh, like his sister, I think, he think he said to me, his sister was like, he showed him how to get into it like six years before he started teaching, then he just went to college for it and got a master's or whatever. I'm not sure if that's entirely true if he ever manages to listen to this, but 
from what I can remember two years ago. <laughs> that was the last time. And, uh, yeah, and then, like, you know, and he had a guitar in the uh, in his room, and, like, he was really into the football, so all the time he'd come over to me and be like, do you watch the football the weekend? And me and him would sit there and talk about football for the whole art class. And I'd just be like, ah, oh, so I'm just looking at this bit of shade in here. He'd be like, ah, oh, give it to me there, son. And he just, he, he'd do the whole drawing for me, and we'd just sit there and talk about football, like, do you know what I mean? You know, um, at that point, why not? Just why not? Yeah. There's only two art teachers in my school. Um, it was him and this other art teacher called Miss Moylan, who was absolutely lovely as well, but she was the opposite. She was real, like, you know, like, I'm not touching any of your work. You do it all. She's re- like, she was a great teacher, like, you know, but I was really bad at art, so I need help. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, art, I'll pick art. Like, sure, I'll get Mr. Casey again, and uh, I think you get Mr. Casey. <laughs> and I was, I was doomed from the start. I was. <laughs> like, I just want class. I like, as well. I don't know how I managed. I got no tree in art, but the thing is, I didn't have a teacher for most of the year, because we only had one art teacher in the school, and she had this weird hobby where she really liked pumping out babies. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> we had. I think every school has at least two of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least two teachers that are like gone every second year on the turn to leave. Like, no, it was no, it was like every year for over half the year. <laughs> I think she's four kids now. Hobby, it's like oh, yeah, she just enjoys having the babies. Like you know, she just enjoys the pleasure. Yeah, <laughs> the pain. I I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh, um, look, I love school though. Um, I didn't. Absolutely, I didn't school. enjoy school at all. I, like, I really, really. The only thing I didn't like about school was like the homework. Like you know. I just didn't that do the cool. homework. Yeah, well, like, I'm not saying I did, I'm just saying I didn't enjoy it. When I, did do it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it that much. It got to the point where the teacher just gave up trying to get it off me because I wouldn't give it to them. I, I remember I had a teacher for English from... I had a fantastic English teacher from first to third year. And then TY, like, TY is just... It's just a big mess. <laughs> it's just a big piss take. It just ah, does um, be like that sometimes. It was one of the best I've ever had. Like, T.Y. was the year I learned how to play guitar. It was when I got into a lot of the bands that I'm into now. So, like, in a way, T.Y. kind of made me who I am now. You know? I was really shy in first and third year. I got bullied a little bit, so... Um, yeah, I can, you know, I, I, I can relate very well to that. Yeah. I didn't do transition year, though. Yes. I'm surprised. Were you... Did you have the option to skip? Yeah. Oh, because, like... It, it, it paid to do T.Y. in my school. Like, you know, it was... Like, you know, it was... It wasn't, you didn't have to do it, like, you know, I, I wanted to do it, like, you know. Yeah, no, I, I was you get, under the mindset of, oh, I want to get out of here as fast as possible, which turned out to be one of the greatest decisions I've ever made, because I got out last year. If I did transition year, I'd still be in school now, doing the leaving during this whole pandemic. The thing is, you say that, you'd be getting 100% in your orals already. Well... <laughs> but I went for an, a low five art course <laughs> where I just needed five passes and Irish wasn't one of them. Hello. <laughs> but so there's actually there's a girl in my college in my uh, course called Lucy who's extremely talented. You should look everybody should be uh, looking her up. Her name's Lucy Blue. She's got some stuff on Spotify, she's really talented. Yeah, I'll put and, it in the description. Uh, 
yeah, you showed she's ab- she's absolutely fab. She done a cover of uh, I forget what song the other day she put on her Instagram. I was just like in awe. Like she's just great, and like she showed me a lot of her unreleased stuff, and she's just, she really is a fantastic performer. She's only like just gone eighteen. Like she's she was seventeen when she joined the college, and like she just didn't do sixth year. She was just, and like all her mates were doing mock. She just said, "Oh, I didn't need to go. I didn't need it for this college." So she just came straight away, and I was like, oh, "I applaud that so much." She just said, "Nah, I'm not doing the leave," and then came straight to college. You know, I applaud that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's pretty impressive. I'm guessing she did transition here then because I was also I, seventeen coming into the college. I, I don't think she did. I, I couldn't tell you. I don't put words on it. But um, I don't yeah, think she. Enough. I never yeah. heard of her playing it. You know? Alright. Plus, so, yeah, yeah. time for the actual dose of debate. Oh, no, no, it's fine. No, conversation's great. At least it's not dead silence. This is so much better. So, what is your first music hot take that you have in mind? or? Right. So, this is one everybody who knows me is going to be like, oh, of course he'd say that. But it's an opinion I think is really valid, and I've had a lot of people in the industry really agree with me on this, that I think the Coronas are Ireland's best current fans. Right? Okay. A lot of people will but regarding that. regarding two questions, because okay. if I'm wrong in either one, I'm going to sound very stupid, is, <laughs> one, is the script Irish? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and are they still going? <laughs> They played the tree either like three weeks, three or four weeks ago. Okay, well, they're amazing as well, though. Yeah, the thing is, Have it's ever- like a give and take because the Coronas, I feel like, put out more consistent, like consistent quality music. But when the script has a banger, they have a prop, like they have a proper a banger. banger. Yeah, because they got so much success off that first album and that um, feature with Will I Am. Yeah. They're selling their arenas across the world. Like uh, I'm not saying the script are a bad band. Oh. So they're definitely they're fantastic. Have you ever seen the script live? And um, I've never been to a concert before. But like I'm not a, I wouldn't call myself a fan of the script. Like I like a lot of their early stuff. I wasn't so mad on their last uh, on their last two albums. I really didn't mm. like a lot of my friends really liked them. I said, oh like yeah, I'll go and see them live. Like but there's no reason not to go and see them live. And they were absolutely phenomenal live. Like they're one of the top five bands I've ever seen live. They're amazing live. Like they, they're just so welcome. And Danny is a fantastic host. Danny O'Donoghue who mm-hmm. is a really great host. And even the songs that I actually didn't like from their two newer, I thought it was, um, their, it wasn't their last album. It was their album before that. It was the one with Rain on it. You know that song Rain. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was. I really didn't like that song. I just thought it was really poppy and just. I just thought it was a real. Like unscripted songs, the early script stuff was so deep and so hard hitting. And I was like, ah, oh, that's real, like poppy, and like, oh, no, it just doesn't have any feeling. But when I seen it live, I was like, oh my god, this is actually brilliant. Like, it, it really opened my eyes to how good the song actually is. Yeah. You know? I feel like that's a great way to tell the quality of a song is by seeing it live. Not necessarily <laughs> in person, if you can't, like, afford to go to a concert or you weren't old enough until now. I'm just saying my <laughs> excuses now. But uh, if it yeah. it sounds good live, but not on a studio, like it's most of the time it's intended that way. Like uh, I know Tyler, the creator, has a few songs where he's like uh, he has he has songs for the album, but he also has songs that he really wants to perform on stage, like Yonkers. I think I think that one yeah. was made for the stage. 
the thing is, like, there's two ways of judging how good the song is. The actual studio recording and, like, how a band performs live and that. But another factor is how well can it be done by just the songwriter and the instrument they wrote it on. It's a big factor, because, like, if you take a lot of great songs of all time, like Stairway to Heaven and Hey Jude and, like, you know, even, like, Live Forever or something like that, you just look at some stripped-back acoustic versions of those songs that are up, like they need to still be able to take your breath away. Like, you know, I think that's what kind of makes some of them best songs of all time. Even Everlong with Foo Fighters is an amazing acoustic song as well. Like, you know, and Layla by Eric Clapton is another fantastic example of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, considering what you were saying about the script, I, I have been having this opinion with my friend Dylan for a while. And we've contrasting opinions on this and I just want to get your take. It's not, it's... <laughs> It is music related, but it's not band related. You know Bruno Mars, right? Have you been? Do you listen to any of his music at all? I haven't listened to any of his recent stuff, but you, like I, I liked him when he blew up. Like you know, last last like bit of music I listened to from Bruno Mars would have been around like the Uptown Funk by Robinson era. You yeah. know, like I haven't given him a proper listen since then. Like I've, I, well, I, I could like I like him. Like he makes good music. Makes yeah, good but that, music. that's the point exactly where I wanted. The contrast to be you know his earlier music like grenade yeah yeah versus uptown well. funk like what kind of bruno mars do you like more because i really like the funky uptown funk kind of bruno mars and i i just don't like because when bruno mars gets sappy he gets ex unlistenably yeah. sappy At least yeah I, I agree with that i agree with that i do like his funkier stuff like i, I do like a bit of funk like you know yeah his early ballads, like, they are fantastic and they're timeless songs, especially for, like, the likes of me and you, because, like, them songs were there when we were, like, 11, 12, and, like, they were always on the radio. It's, like, one of them songs you listen, you hear out of nowhere, and it just takes you back to that time. Yeah. You know, where that yeah. kind of brings you back to that, you know? But as as songs, like, I, I'd say is newer stuff, like, you know, like, Uptown Funk, like, you know? Yeah, definitely. But for my taste, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm biased though because I just like really like funk and anyways, like one of my favourite bands of all time is Earth, Wind & Fire, uh, with the lead singer oh, Maurice White. They're, they're fantastic, <laughs> I haven't, again, I haven't listened to them properly in years. I know, but, I, I did my history project on Maurice White. That's cool, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, that was my highest grade as well, I got an O2. And I didn't answer one of the questions on the exam, so I know I got full marks on that. <laughs> I um, the history of rock and roll. I've done history as well. I've done the history of rock and roll. I've done like blues music. I think I've done it from like the thirties or forties up to like two thousand five. Like kind of around white white stripes era was when I and like early Arctic Monkeys was yeah. when I kind of off. You know, I took it from like the blues up to. The Elvis era, and then like you know the psychedelic Beatles stuff, and then the Stones, and then you got like Black Sabbath coming in with heavy metal, and then the likes of I mean the Motorhead coming into the scene, and that sort of stuff, and really just like revolutionising music. Like you know, I think the seventies was the most important time for music. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, the music from the seventies is just fantastic. Oh, I know. I have like a playlist just full of music around seventies, eighties, and stuff. Like, in my opinion. ACDC is the best band of all time. I know that's... They're definitely up there, yeah. Uh, I'd put them in the top ten, alright, yeah. Now, who would you say is the best of all I, time? 
gotta be the Beatles. Uh, like, I understand how influential they are, but love Beatles, every man. time I try and listen to them, I just can't get into it. Like, there's it's, something about it that's just repulsive to me. It's not like, sorry, I, no, I, repulsive I is too strong. To the psychedelic Beatles stuff, and I was kind of like, what's going on? Like, you know? It kind of took me one or two listens to kind of, it took me about two or three listens to kind of start to really enjoy it, you know? But I just found it fascinating more than that. Now, especially like I remember the first time I listened to Sgt. Pepper's and Abbey Road, Abbey Road really hit me the most. Abbey Road's one of my favourite albums. And uh, I can just remember, uh, especially the song, um, The End, which is the final song on the album, which has a solo from every member of the band, and that's why it's the final track. So there's a drum solo in it. Okay, do you know what song I'm talking about? No, I don't. Um, it's, it's great. It just, it just shows off the fantastic musicianship shows, skills of every member of the Beatles. Like, you know, there's a solo for Lennon in there. Harrison has a solo. There's a bass solo for McCartney. And then Ringo gets his drum solo. And it's one of my favourite Beatles songs. I, I, I love I Am The Walrus as well. <laughs> People like some people... <laughs> <laughs> It's a song called Diggsy's Diner, and it's one of those songs, it's so obnoxiously, like, funny, that it's actually really good. Like, <laughs> that's the way I kind of see it. Like, you know, I just think, I think it's just such a funny music, it's really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I can understand where you're coming from with that. But I, I'm, I really love the Beatles. I, I put, like, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, who else? Guns Nirvana's got Guns N' Roses, ACDC are in there. I put Oasis like down kind of like you know around the nine ten mark. Personally, I'm a I'm a massive Oasis fan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no, I wouldn't be putting them in the top five because there is much better bands that I'm not a, a bigger fan of. But I put Foo Fighters in. I'd probably put Foo Fighters right behind Oasis as well for one of the best bands of all time. Dave Grohl gets to be in two two of the best bands of all time. He's a lucky guy. <laughs> mm, is he lucky, or is he just that damn talented? He's that damn talented. He's a hard worker. I was watching. I was up till six in the morning watching Dave Grohl compilation videos and, and TikToks, and it's just, he's just the best, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I just love Dave Grohl. Like, I went to see the Foo Fighters in um, the RDS last summer, and it was the best con. Like, I I got to concerts on. Like, I I barely go two weeks ago going to a gig of some sort, and. Foo Fighters just blew my mind. Like I was, um, I only got my ticket a week before the gig as well. Like you know, I tried to get. I, I wasn't actually massively into them when the tickets went on sale. Like I'd listened to them once or twice when I was a lot younger. Like when I was just starting to get into Oasis, I just don't think I got it. You know. And then one of the guys in my uh, college last year played me Everlong, and I'd heard the song before. But then I listened to the acoustic version of it, and I, I just loved the acoustic version. And then I got really into Monkey Wrench. Yeah. And uh, the and then I just started listening to all their albums and I loved their last album, Concrete and Gold. I think it's fantastic. And that I was just like, I just need to go. But like that was around February, and the tickets for this went on sale in like November or something. And I like I had really like I was in standing two, and my mate got us the tickets. And he finished work at half six, and doors open at half six, so we were right at the back. But yeah. they were still they just blew my mind. Like they were absolutely amazing. You know, Dave Grohl's like it's just true. They say he's a fantastic host. Like I've watched tons of videos of the performing the majority of the songs in the setlist live, but like it still just blew me away. What a what a fantastic live band they are! Like you know, they're I have amazing. To, I have to ask you know, this because um, 
just based on the comments that you said you go you go to one like every two weeks or so do you go for the band or do you go for the sake of going to a obviously you won't go to somewhere you don't like but do you go to concerts because you want to support the band or you want to experience that concert feel because it's like such a different way to listen to music um, it's a, fresh. a both, it's a bit of both like i always try and go and see smaller bands like you know if any of my mates are starting bands or if, like you know, i know a, a, a local band like you know there's a really great band in our college at the moment called emily seven have you heard funny of enough right i'm after texting jamie and he's it's coming cool. on the podcast tomorrow the episode will be going oh, on friday cool. james is a really cool guy yeah definitely uh, Jamie's really, really, really nice, and uh, Scott, their drummer, is an absolute dude. He's a really nice guy, and Kyle's pretty nice as well. I've met, I've met them all. Kyle's really cool, uh, but like I go, I see Jamie and Scott that more because they're both on the uh, union with me. Yeah. So like I like a week or two, and they're both like Scott is an absolute dude. He's just really, really cool, and uh, Jamie's a really, really nice guy as well. No, um, I was listening to uh, in the future. They're fantastic. <laughs> I was listening to their EP and um, I can't remember the name of the song, but there was one song that like really stuck out as like proper decent to me. Like I'm really shit when it comes to names. Don't you stay, stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stay, yeah. It's really good live. They're a lot better live. Yeah, yeah, I I got that vibe from the. Yeah, they there in uh, January and uh, I went up to see them and they were brilliant. They were really good. It was the first time I've seen them live. It won't surprise me, right, if eventually at some point they're like, they'd be in the soundtrack of a Tony Hawk remake. That's the kind of vibe they give off. Yeah. The music. Yeah, it's good pump music, it is. It really is. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, show, show me some of their new stuff as well. It's really, really good. Like, you know, like there's a lot, like, they're, they're a band that I keep my eye on. If uh, there's anybody looking for a good small band to get into. Not small, like, you know, they've got a bit of a following. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, they're small enough, but... Um, they're, they're open is probably the best way to describe They're really, really, really good. They're big enough where they're reputable, I guess. I don't know. They're official, but they're small enough that someone from there is willing to come on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's their manager. Yeah, their manager yeah. of all people who has the biggest following. Yeah, That's what adds on that, but I like, you know... Yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to because they're so sound. And, um, yeah, Scott's an absolute dude. I must say, like I've, I've been, like I've only met Kyle two or three times myself at, at the gig. When I was I was doing um, photography for the gig, and um, but they don't wait. It was a charity thing, and they were on the uh, on the bill. And I was doing the photography for it, and uh, I bumped into him on Collins Street. I met him somewhere else as well. But I remember, like, I heard about them years ago. Like I remember, like we have a mutual friend, and she was the one who uh, set me up to do the photos. I felt really bad about because I have a photography page called Film Photography. It's just for me going to concerts because I don't want to like parade my music account, <laughs> stories of me at concerts and photos and like, oh my god, this is such an amazing concert. So I just made a separate account for it. And yeah, I don't blame you to I, be honest. Don't find that the Coronas follow it. I think that's a really cool thing. The Coronas like, follow it. Oh, that's yeah, so I think cool. it's there. That one pisses me off though, right? Because on Twitter they follow all their fans. Like they follow like all like the big fans like me who like queue outside their gigs and all. They don't follow me on that, but they don't follow anybody on Instagram. Instagram, they don't follow any of them. I'm just <laughs> it's one of the things where I'm really he has to provide good content, man. They don't see I, you as a fan, they see you as a content creator. I was chatting Here's to that step above. He was like, I was actually nosing through your profile on the Chrome's page. I was like, I actually really loved your photos from Jerry and Liam. 
and me and him were both at, we didn't go to the ski together but we were both at Liam Gallagher and Cork the last year because I went down to Cork to see the Coronas and Liam Gallagher was playing the next day so I was like fuck this I'm going to Cork for the weekend and like that was a great weekend because the Coronas bill was brilliant they had true tides they were a good band um, All Fines which are really 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 good if you listen to them what? They're a band called Alt Finds. Uh, no, I haven't heard of them before now. Really, really good. The two two brothers, um, Hudson Taylor, who are fantastic. Like you know, they're I, I really really enjoy them. And Gavin James was the headline support. Mm. Day, Liam was playing. Jerry Cinnamon was supporting them. So like I had a weekend of some like of all my favorite bands were you know Irish and then Liam being like one of my favorite artists and then Jerry Cinnamon was the first time excuse me first time I'd seen him live and he was absolutely fantastic have you ever seen him live no I've never seen anyone live wait no hold on I've seen recordings live that that was a stupid thing to say but no I haven't have you checked out Jerry Cinnamon sorry I didn't catch that what Jerry Cinnamon Jerry's really good the Scottish uh Scottish songwriter like it's just him and the acoustic guitar, but he's fantastic. Like he's unbelievable. I see him like twice. He played the three wheeler there, and he was absolutely deadly. I have kept the set list from that on my wall. Probably okay. post that sometime. Eh? Yeah. You know the thing is, I'm not very. Uh, uh, look, I'm into music, but I don't know much about it. Like I'm constantly trying to find more people to listen to. I'm trying to like scope out like a lot of newer stuff. I'm I'm still trying to figure out. Like I've only started listening to the script and Chronos recently. Oh, the Crawlers new stuff is great. They've got a new track coming out called LA at Night and it's one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard in my life. What, you hear a snippet or something? Yeah, or? yeah I heard it in December and uh, they, they played it at one of the like, rehearsal shows they were doing. Oh. And uh, beautiful. they just put it only two days ago there, they put a video of it on Instagram because they got the test pressing of their vinyl. So yeah. like, you know, they went back to it and they just posted that on the vinyl by itself. So check it out, it's absolutely gorgeous. They're going for like a new sound, this new album, because uh, Dave left the band. We were really upset when Dave left, but you know, he's happy now. Changeups can most of the time be healthy. Like the lead singer from AC, like I, like I said, I'm terrible with names, so I can't remember his name, but when they changed the lead singer for ACDC and they came back with Thunderstruck being one of their biggest songs ever, I feel like people would agree that maybe he wasn't better than the original singer, but the quality was so fresh that they didn't mind and it was more enjoyable if you get me because if you have the same singer or just the same way of making music like that's why they've fallen off since because they kept making two similar music obviously do what works the thing is like that's, you're talking about Brian Johnson there who was um, kind of like in there for like the golden era of ACDC like you know he was uh, Bon Scott was the previous one and he passed away yeah so you know, like you know Brian Johnson was that like, that was the back and black album basically like you know and, you know my personal favorite ACDC song is uh, You Shook Me All Night Long. I think that's just banger. Mine's I love it. Oh, Rock and Black Album. Dirt Cheap. Dirt yeah, Rap. solid. Yeah, that was really good. Just a banger. Yeah, the Bon Scott stuff, like, I don't think they'd, like, they wouldn't be in top. Like, I think, I don't know, just Brian Johnson's vocal is just iconic. Like, you know, it's just, it's just his own thing. Like, even watching live videos, it's just, it's it's like nothing I've ever heard. Like, it's like listening to Liam, Liam Gallagher as well. It's like, it's just like you don't. You, like, he just started that yeah. kind of like you know that kind of style of doing it like you know I've not seen anybody execute it as well like I've seen a couple of bands do themes kind of thing like DMAs are an Australian band from uh, Sydney 
and the lead fella Tom from them is fantastic. Like if you if you like if anybody here listens to this likes Oasis and like that kind of brick popular music like The Verve and Pulp and that sort of stuff. DMA is our current band and they're actually playing in the Academy in Dublin. I've got tickets to go and see them, but that's probably gonna get rescheduled. But uh, they're playing two days in the Academy. Everything is gonna get rescheduled. Yeah, that, oh, no, that they're in Malahoid last year. And they just are oh, fantastic, they're a great band. Oh, I've been meaning to ask, how was that Digital Coronas concert? It was pretty fun, yeah, like, my, my internet's not the best, so it was kind of like, I don't know if like, there was just so many people in the stream that I couldn't hack it, you know? Uh, maybe. <laughs> Could have been on their end. Uh, but, well, maybe, but there was like three and a half thousand people in the stream at once, you know? So, like, you couldn't even get a comment in. Like, you know, I remember Noxie, the bass player, put in a comment and it was like, like, he was playing Corona songs and I don't, I think he'd done one cover and he was taking a request. The, the bass player goes, play, take that, I want you back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, what a man. Oh. I was like, what a song to suggest, like, that he play on the piano, like, you know. <laughs> you were saying you wanted to switch something a bit in, right? You wanted to switch topics. I don't mind, yeah. What was the next topic you wanted to go off of? Um, maybe, like, Irish culture or something like that, you know. What, what's the best and worst elements of us Irish people, is, you know. Hold on, speaking on that, is the spire necessary? Spire? It's, it really isn't, like, it's just a shit Eiffel Tower, isn't it? It's not even a shit Eiffel Tower, ta- like, every time I go to the Spire, I have to look down, because if I look up, I, see, I have, I have a bit of vertigo, and any time I look up near the Spire, I get really dizzy and I nearly pass out. So, it's not even a case of I can look at it because it looks nice, even though it's just a single spike. <laughs> it's really weird, isn't it? Like, I don't know what the point, like, I walk by it five days a week going to college like obviously not now because I'm in my house everybody's staying in your house but um and it's just so what, what's it doing there it's just a, it's just a place for the tourists to meet up isn't it just meet me at the spire did, did the government really spend all that money just to have a fair city opening <laughs> did you did you really spend all that money just for an empty corner of Colin? come on just just for fair city <laughs> It's not even a good Irish show. It's not oh. many good Irish shows, to be honest. We're more of a music kind of... Music and animation is our strong suit. What? What the heck? The Republic of Telly, did you ever watch that? Yeah, I remember watching that a while ago. I, who was the host of that? Um, oh, I forget his name. No. Well, no, no, I forget his name. Oh, I can see his face though. Yeah, 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 so can I. Um, Oh, and there's that girl in it who looks like um, Bernard Driscoll's wife. Who looks like a dark haired girl. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Um. Oh, it's good. Uh, oh. uh, Ireland really just copies like everything the BBC and ITV do. Like, like even like with Dancing with the Stars, it's like you're just doing strictly. Wait, we have. With Dancing with the Stars, is supposed to be Irish. Uh, but it's it's supposed to be like the Irish version of it, like you know. It's, well, it's like how many times has the Irish ver has been any time that an Irish version of something has succeeded? Okay, once Gogglebox. I think the Irish Gogglebox is ten times better than the British one. Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to agree with that. I won't yeah. say ten times, but it, it is better. Yeah. Eight or nine times out of ten, I'd go for the Irish one. Do you ever watch the Australian one? No. How many versions of Gogglebox are there? Loads of them. 
the Australian one's pretty funny. I've not watched a lot of it, but like I've seen clips of it. Like you know when you're scrolling on Facebook and yeah, it's yeah. just. Pop- uh, I've watched a few Australian ones and they're quite funny as well. Crikey! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah no, they're very good as well. Like you know, but some of the English ones are quite good as well. But I think the Irish ones are the best. Like you know, you're one with the Michael D Higgins teapot and the lads with the the twins with the socks. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, we're staples in Irish culture now. Yeah, Irish culture is a word. If you went to someone outside of our country, what what would you think they'd expect? Oh, you're Irish? So, oh, you're Irish? You be such a good drinker. Yeah. Well, no, in I, fairness, I don't think I that's... Well, I think that's a big thing. Like, loads of people don't drink anymore, like, you know? I don't know who you're hanging around with. I can say exactly the opposite, where people like, are drinking oh, more drink. often. Uh, uh, I, 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 I gave up drinking two years ago. I didn't. I don't drink that often, but when I do, it's with a certain group of people, so they think I'm an alcoholic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't know what to do. I remember finishing my last exam, and me, it was music, ironically. Me and my mate from the class who used to sit beside him all the time, I still talk to him to this day. His name's Jack, he's really cool. Shout out, um, Jack. <laughs> Check out his music as well. But so like we'd sit in the class all the time and we'd just like be having the giggles and all. And we were in the exam and like we like he left and my kind of gave him the eyes like I'm going to finish just wait outside. We went so we sat outside and he waited outside for me. And the first thing we did is went to the office and bought a packet of cans. <laughs> and we went back to got the World Cup from 2018 and watched like Montenegro versus like. Egypt or Pakistan or something like that. Got drunk in his in his house straight after the leaving or until like half ten at night, and then we just drunk walked up to the centre and walked one of our other friends home. Mm. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, me Debs, I started drinking at like two in the evening, and I didn't stop till like five in the morning. I think that was one of the last times I drank was at me Debs. Um, I didn't even have a Debs. Um, I- our school, like, they held the Debs with another thing, but only one person from our 60-person class actually went to the Debs. So, <laughs> it wasn't really worth it. Um, I've been on three Debs. I've never been to... I'm a very boring person. I've never been to a Debs in my life. A really good crack. I've been to a few 18s, and I assume they are similar. My 18s was quite funny. Mine was... When I started drinking, so... I don't... Wait, you started drinking at 18? I, like, I didn't drink before. I was like... Wait, I, I was like... I always wanted to be like, ah, oh, no, I never really want to drink, and like, I never had a drink up until my 18th birthday, and I was just, I don't really want to drink, I don't see the, like, you know, the appeal, then. like, that's why I gave up as well, like, you know, I just, just didn't really enjoy drinking, I didn't enjoy not being sober, like, you know, Yeah. and, and then, like, my 18th came, and everyone was buying me points and shots and everything, just because it was my birthday, and they could, you know, because yeah, I, 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 like, uh, I went, I, I celebrated my birth, my 18th for like three weeks. Like I spent one week with my mom's side of the family. I spent the middle week with my friends, and then I spent the week after with my dad's side of the family because I don't live with my dad. So you had a three-week uh, birthday. So it's like every, it's like for three weekends in a row, I had a, a, a big birthday 18 celebration. Like you know, I, I, I would the whole weekend. It was great. <laughs> my my 18 kind of just spanned over like four or five days. The 18th is when I realised how much I loved college because mm-hmm. I walked into class, right? They want me to leave because, well, I didn't know at the time, but they were like setting up a little surprise for me. 
And then I was like, no, I'm really tired. I don't want to go and get you to seat in the canteen. And I was like, just do it. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll be back in a second. And then um, I walk back in and they just have like a big packet of jellies and like this, you know, those fiber optic lamps, like the little mm. stringy lamps with the lights at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was just one of those in a bag and then like a little tiny cupcake. And then I was just like, oh my god, thank you. And it was like, shots! Not now, but shots! <laughs> I, I don't drink beer. That's yeah, really, really drink, sweet. Like, you know, I'd love some, I'd love like just something small like that. Like, you know, it's just so, so thoughtful and kind. Yeah, no, I was like, I was so taken aback because I wasn't expecting any of it. And like, some people hand drew me some stuff. I'm like looking at it right now because I have it on my wall. Yeah, just, I, I was on my wall as well. So, so you can just look to them for reference. Yeah. Uh, not even for reference, like, I, I have a few on my wall, but I have, like, most of my own drawings, and then I have the one painting I did, a V-double in a frame, because... I, I, my, my wall, like, instead of, instead of um, wallpaper, I have my entire wall covered in photos of me and my friends. And oh, then that's what like you some... wanted to do for the college, wasn't it? And we're still, we were planning to go ahead with it once we got back, but um, yeah, it's not really, uh, it's not really happening. Don't worry, I'll take over the mantle once I'm the new president. <laughs> to be our president next year, don't you worry about. I'm coming back for a second oh, you're year. Coming back. Well What's then, the first year. In well then, fine. I'll run for communications <laughs> officer again. Hopefully, I don't get laughed out the building like last time. Oh my. God. Yeah, like I've set this uh, like. I have two, I have like five Avengers posters up from like going to see the Avengers films, and like you know, like the limited edition yokes. Yeah. I've got bits of memorabilia, concert tickets, and all that sort of stuff. Bohemian Rhapsody, the lyrics that up on the wall. <laughs> on yeah. on paper or just like paper? Well, no, um, it's like a poster from Wish that me man got me for Christmas. Oh, well, that's it's sweet. It's nice. It's really nice, like you know. I got a that's poster cool. from a a back alley. Not a back alley. Do you know where George Street Arcade? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's like really badly cropped. So like the name of the show is just not all there. So it's Hunter. What show? Hunter. Uh, it's Hunter Hunter. Never seen it. Oh, it's an anime. But um, yeah, no, I'm a huge anime nut. Anime's got. I love. Have you seen Spirited Away? Yeah. Who hasn't seen Spirited Spirit Away? Spirited Away. <laughs> I'm, 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 what a film! I was. Uh, we were a bit before. I love um, Avatar and Yu Gi Oh as well. Yeah. I rewatched you when I was like, I used to watch that obsessively when I was a kid, like, you know. You know, and, I used um, to watch obsessively when I was a kid. Beyblades. Yeah. Beyblades Metal Fusion. Beyblades was brilliant as well. That was my I shit. Could, like, I was so bad at playing Beyblades in real life. And I was, I was one of the only kids who was really into it, so I was just sitting there playing Beyblades by myself, I was. It was something in my school for a little bit. I remember... There was only like three things that stuck out in primary school. It was the fact that we played football with a tennis ball, and we played some Beyblade. <laughs> that, that's really good for close close control, though. Because <laughs> yeah, like, the yeah, should be all right. The yard was pretty big. It was just like it was on concrete. <laughs> yeah, I, I just rewatched the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender on Netflix, and it is honestly it's, it's one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. To be honest. Yeah, that's a. Apparently, yeah. Netflix is doing a live adaptation of it. The I, the M Night Shyamalan version is just disrespectful. The movie. Yeah, the, the, like because M Night Shyamalan directs it, and it's just. It's Would just you say great. it's the most disrespectful adaptation? 
Um, well, of that particular... Of that particular, yeah, but, yeah. I mean... Um, do you know what's really bad? The first Daredevil adaptation. That's mm. really bad. Uh, but, have you seen the, the Daredevil TV show on Netflix? I've seen, like, scenes from... I don't have Netflix. But right, I've seen like, scenes from here and there. That is really, really, really good. It's one of my favourite shows I've ever watched. It's in my top five shows ever. The um, Daredevil series on Netflix. I feel like the superhero <laughs> TV shows are better than... Not better than all... The, for DC, specifically... The TV shows, shows are just so much better than the movies. The DC films are trash. Like they all, they've only had two good ones. Shazam was really good, and then Aquaman. Wonder Woman. Oh, Shazam! Okay. I thought it was so funny. It was like it was like Ant Man in a way because it just didn't take itself too serious, which made it better. Yeah, like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, I kind of vibe of like you know, let's let's just like make it a comedy before we make out and else, and it works for that like type of hero. You know, yeah. and Dirt. Yeah. Deadpool as well, like, you know, it's another uh, good example of, like, you know, just putting humour before putting anything else forward. You kind of have to with some of those characters. Well, most of the, like, I yeah. think because it's so out there, like, superheroes in general, it's inherently more difficult to take seriously. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, it can be done seriously, like, Logan, or, like, you know, most of the X-Men movies. Yeah. Stuff like... You can't really take Superman seriously. That was that ridiculous. I quite liked Man of Steel, though. Like, I think Man of Steel gets a lot of shit. I don't think it's a fantastic film, by any means. I don't think it's a brilliant film. But I think it gets a lot of shit that it doesn't deserve. I thought it was an okay film. I thought it was quite, like, okay, I've seen it. I probably won't watch it again. But I didn't think it was bad. I've seen it. I think I've watched it, like, two or three times. Because uh, it was one of them films. Did you ever have a teacher in school that um, she just had one DVD in her locker? And it was always the same DVD, so if there was some if she was out or white it was chicks. like black white chicks for you was Yeah. You got lucky. When was no, Man of Steel? I, I had... hate white chicks now. I hate that movie. Oh My Nana loves that film. And it's such a weird one for your nana to love. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like fourteen and I was in my nana's house and like I'd seen white chicks before. And uh she's just scrolling through the channels and White Chicks was about to start, and she's like, Ah, oh, Sean, have you ever seen White Chicks? I was like, You've seen White Chicks? Wait, what? And she's like, oh, I love White Chicks, and she thought it was brilliant. Like, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's classic. like that with Don't Be a Menace. Did you ever see that? I've never seen that. Oh, it's like, um, basically, it's a growing up in the hood comedy. It's from this, it's from the Wayne Brothers. Hey. It's another Wayne Brothers movie. Uh, it's, I don't. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I don't really know how to describe it. Yeah. Have you? I, I've gotten onto Disney Plus. And ever since it's in the house, but I haven't gotten onto me myself. No, I'm waiting for my paycheck to come in, and I'm I probably going to check it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed with it. Like, yeah, it's the only thing to really get me through that in GTA. <laughs> like, we've been made to play GTA till all hours in the morning. GTA Five. Like, yeah, five is a pretty round number, so we'll go with five in the morning. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, I don't... GTA 5 is like one of my least favourite GTAs because of the online. And it's not yeah. a case of... It's one of them things that like, I, I can't spend too long playing it. Like I couldn't spend two days playing that. You know, I'd have to move on to another game. But I think when you do the right stuff, with, especially with the right people, like if, you, if you're just doing GTA, if you're doing GTA to actually win the races, 
and actually finish the heist to so you're doing it wrong you should be doing it for a laugh yeah no I'd do yeah. it for a laugh but it's just one of those things where I'm a broke I, bitch I, so I can't do, <laughs> I can't even play it seriously when I want to it's one of those games where yeah I can play it for like I'm the exact opposite I can play it for like two days but then I have to leave it alone for like a few months before I feel like playing it again I haven't played it in about two years and like I just said because me and my mates like uh, I play very different like I the only games I really play are FIFA GTA and Minecraft and it's mainly just FIFA and like, like I don't play Xbox or I don't game that much like I used to when I was a kid but not as much anymore like I just don't have the time for you yeah. know just trying to write stuff I just don't have time to play games and like I've, I lost a lot of interest in it um, but ever since this whole quarantine thing, I've like just said right with a little past a few hours, like you know, it just makes the day go by a bit quicker. Especially like going into the night, you know, just playing for hours and waking up at three in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. Think ever been, has everyone been on the same sleep schedule then? Waking up at three. Yeah, I think so. And like, you know, but like, you don't wake up at three. You wake up at nine, then you wake up at half eleven, then you wake up at three. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Except for when my body's like, no, skip the alarm this time. I don't care. It's uh, fine when we started because, like, I'm usually like I do be in our college five days a week, and it takes me two hours to get to college. So I'm usually out my house now by half seven. I usually go by half six and have a shower. Uh, get me breakfast. I used to be like that for school, but I like I, so I actually actually like that. I like I like getting up early. I don't. Yeah, I get up early. I don't mind it, but I had a very bad problem with, like, I don't have insomnia, but I struggle to get to sleep. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what insomnia I, I, I can get that as well, the odd time. Yeah, well, I, I usually got it more often than not, and it's not a case of I didn't have enough sleep for the morning, but eight times out of ten, I'd fall asleep on the bus back. I remember I'd done, like, a, sh I done, um, a 24... I was awake 24 hours once, and uh, it's because, basically, like, I was... Just calling up, yeah, I was off one day from uh, college, I think it was in the midterm or something, no, it was last summer, mm -hmm. and I was off, I used, to, I used to do night shifts, and uh, I got a call saying, oh, I'm after, the person who's doing the night shifts tonight is after calling sick, do you want to come in? I said, yeah, yeah, go on, I'll come in, I'll bother. And then the person who was supposed to come in the morning also called in sick, so I had to stay back an extra couple of hours, so I ended up doing like a 12 hour, 13 hour shift or something. Well, hey, like, back, more I was Yeah, well, this thing, I was just like, I, I want to get more money, I just like, you know, I, I'm not going anywhere. Um, but I was starting, I was getting a second job, I was starting to do some promotional work and like, you know, a lot of people who follow my page uh, a couple of months will know, I used to do uh, Academy's promotion, you yeah, know, at least paint stuff like that in your story. Yeah, I, I, st I stopped in like uh, January, uh, the whole like, section I was in, we just got told, right, we're not making enough money, we're going to let you all go. I was like, right, cool. <laughs> but, See, the promotions just got like hacked and it's like right now it's only going to be us doing it like you know the in-house guys and I was like okay that's fair but I remember it was like July and I was going over to give them my bank details and just signing my contract saying hey we're going to pay a certain amount of money to post stuff on your story which was handy money you know but it was at, it, it was the day it was the morning after I'd done this night shift where I'd come in and then I got today so I was like I'd, done, I'd been awake over 24 hours and done a 12 hour shift I, felt, I remember. Coffee I, remember over. I don't drink coffee. Jesus Christ! I don't drink alcohol. And I don't drink coffee. What do I survive on? Mooju, yes. mate. Mooju, mooju, and 
Don't diss Muji. Muji is Whopper. I'm not dissing Muji. I'm just surprised you didn't mention meth. I'm only on Sundays. Only as a treat, yeah. Only on God's Day. Yeah. Sure. The Lord gave it the crystal. I got the book from Branch Center. And I just turned off onto the motorway onto the M50 and I just knocked out. Like, I was just so tired. Like, I was in work and I was trying to keep myself awake. Because I, I think I'd done... Yeah, I was there till, like, 12 o'clock. I think I'd done 12 to 12. So I was on the way in. And I just kind of, like... I was kind of, like... like I, I felt like I was just closing my eyes for, like, a second or two. And then, like, I'd close my eyes and open them again. And all of a sudden, I'm at the halfway house. Close them again. All of a sudden, I'm macabre. Wait, then, were you driving <laughs> or... The bus, like. Oh, yeah, okay, cool, that's... Just there, kind of in the middle of consciousness. I remember just opening my eyes very, very subtly, and then just hearing, Bachelor's Walk! <laughs> Get up! What? Because <laughs> I was getting off of Bachelor's Walk at the bus stop beside, uh, on Ashton Key, and uh, I was just like, shit, and like, I was just, like, jumping up, like, you know, because I got such a fright, like, I felt like I only thought I closed my eyes for, like, two... I thought I was still in Blanche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I, just oh, I know the exact feeling. I was doing that on the bus to going towards school because I didn't get any sleep the night before, and uh, I was at, I was at Houston Station, and I, like, I was trying to keep myself awake, and it sounded like the song wasn't even moving forward or anything. But then I opened my eyes to the bus driver scream, like I was at Ashton Kate the last stop, and then he just screamed, "Get off the fucking bus!" And I just fucking got up, freaking out, and I nearly left me bang behind me. He's just screaming there's the entire time. Don't need to swear there, sir. <laughs> what? Don't need to swear there, sir. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to worry. This is a this ain't a children friendly podcast. I don't want that. This is it. This is the PG thirteen podcast. <laughs> the one that won't get me arrested and fined fifty three grand. <laughs> that I should look. That's not pebbles. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, for it's like a Mark for Kids thing that's on YouTube and uh, what? I filtered out the like you know if I, if, so it doesn't pop up on kids pages. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, kids are, this is definitely yeah, not a child-friendly podcast. Literally. Kids aren't going to be exposed to my extremely depressing music, no? Um, no. No, alright, so early childhood repression is not going to start just yet. Not <laughs> yet, no. 13 plus. Oh yeah. 13 plus, obviously, yeah. 13 plus years <laughs> of my life I can't get back. You <laughs> have a written email from your parents saying you're allowed to watch it. Mm. Oh yeah, you can watch it if you can find it. <laughs> <laughs> All are welcome. Just some twelve-year-old like shit. I was gonna watch this until the end, but I can't now. I've been told not to. Grr. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just we've go, been going on go for long enough. Where I'm just like, usually I have two parts of this, but I have enough faith in this interview that it's just gonna be this, like. We sort of we're not we're not done talking. At least I I hope we're not. Um, I'm ready to go. Yeah, it's just like there's so much content here that I feel like I don't need to do my own part because I was struggling in anyways to be like, what will I talk about? Because like people people keep saying they don't like my part, and then I'm like, okay, what would you like me to talk about? Sexy. What? I thought your part was quite sexy. Oh my god, thank you. 
I really appreciate it. All this flattery. Finally, you'll, you'll see oh, yeah. the PayPal. But you know, like I asked people if they're like, hey, what would you be interested in? Fifty-five people saw that. Almost all of them watched that podcast. And anyways, only one person responded. So, shout yeah, out Luke. Luke. I'm gonna put him in the description as well. The description is gonna be loaded. But shout out Luke. Appreciate you. Conspiracy theories next time. Luke, you're a good man for supporting your friends. Yeah, thank you, Luke. Yeah. Those things people don't realize, like a small share or like a little comment, can go such a long way when you're trying to when you're like in a creative industry. Yeah, you know, like like I done a live stream there um, last week one of the days, and like there was just one of my friends who, like, you no, know, I don't, I don't like I used to go to school with her, and she's um she's my one of my friends' boyfriends, mm-hmm. and just. The small, like, she was just showing such nice support, like, and I text her out, like, no, she was there for the whole stream, she'd, like, comment after every song, oh, I really like that, well, she, it was like, oh, that was really, it's just little things, like, sticking yeah, out. Yeah, just that positive encouragement. Small like, things, like, you know, sharing on your story and commenting, saying, like, even if it's, like, you know, just, just, just to get the numbers up there, like, you know, and just thrown into conversations when you're talking about, like, you know, when you're talking about music, oh, my friend is making music and this is the stuff you should check out. I really like it. Even if you don't like it, it's just nice to get a bit of support, like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh, and it goes such a long way. Like, it really, really is helpful. Like, you know, and I was chatting, I was, we've been having a conversation since, like, because I texted her saying thanks so much and we're still on the same conversation, me and, the, me and this girl. Um, and, like, we're just, just chatting away, but he means a lot like even when you text me after i released uh touch because it was a good uh, it was a really good song and i really wanted yeah, to get like, out there it was so nice because like i don't actually know you all that well i've seen you in college once or twice but like i don't know you personally you know yeah uh, at all like you know we don't do similar courses around we don't bump into each other that, like i I've, see you like, in the art canteen from time to time and i'd be like should I go say hi? But he seems busy on his phone, so I'll leave him be for now. I'm probably just sitting there crying that I'm by myself. <laughs> uh, hey, loser! Oh, that's so bad. I'm going to have a my friends. Look at him! Oh, look how he's eating the sausage all girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I look at yeah, look and get another like, kind of cow. Go on, get two fellows, you green fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was just really nice that you um you dropped that text and you shared it and like now it's, it's it's little things like that that people don't understand when you're in a creative industry that will go such a long way and it's so motivating as well like you know it me yeah I know and I know how tough it is to make a song because I tried for five whole minutes <laughs> yeah yeah steady five minutes. <laughs> I mean, it, well, like, it I, was I, I hadn't written a, this time last year. I hadn't written a song, and now I've got like twenty songs, and I've got like five that I actually think are really good songs that I have a bit of faith in, and there's like five others that are like they're okay, like you know they're they're good building blocks, and there's ten other songs that no one will ever hear, <laughs> you know, no, just because they're not they're not well. I'm not saying never, like they could be reworked or like you know something could be done, or like something you'd whip out in a concert of your own or maybe even a podcast in the future oh, oh what are you getting that right now <laughs> no i'm just wondering uh, um 
like, I've, like, the thing is, like, it's important. Like, Bob Dylan writes a song every day. It doesn't matter how good or bad it is. And he does that with a typewriter as well, which is really unique. I like to write my... I like to handwrite my songs. Yeah. It, um, but, like, we were made to start by the college um, to, like, keep track of our songwriting. But I like just to write everything down my hands. So I find I remember a lot better if I write... If I handwrite it. Yeah. Plus, if I handwrite it, nobody can understand my handwriting, so nobody's going to plagiarize me. That is actually a good uh, counter measure. Um, so if, if, if anybody ever asks me for an autograph, I'm just going like to apologise in advance for that. Well, can people oh. really understand people's signatures? There was, of all like, the times I've seen a signature in my life, there has only been one that I've been able to understand. And it was just... If you didn't know who it was, you wouldn't know whose signature it would be. Yeah. yeah. Even still, I didn't know who it was because it was a secret Santa. But like, yeah. I was able to read it. Shout out Abigail for the hedgehog. <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at some of the ones I have on my wallet. I have a couple of signatures floating around the place. And the one that stands out for me, of like, you know, like, who, like, you couldn't have told who that was unless you seen what album it's on. Or yeah. what. No, there's no Gallagher signature. Like, I've five signed things by Noel here. And, like, the, the, the signature is literally, it's like a straight line. An N with a curl at the end of it to make an L, and then it's like mm. kind of C and a straight line, so it looks kind of like a D, but like you know, it's just like connecting off. It's just like and all the signatures are like like a five of them here, and they all look almost identical. Well, that's you know? how signatures are supposed to work. My yeah. signature doesn't, however. I just write out a big Z and then scribble the rest of it on the line that goes through. I do my F's backwards on my signature just to be unique. Just be unique. That must be difficult to not do that in general. Then I do like the S H squiggle and then F I squiggle and then like a line through and then a dot on top of my eye. What's where the eye is supposed to be because it's just a squiggle. Because it's I N N in joint handwriting that just looks like a squiggle anyway. So I can get away with literally just going up down up down up down and just put a dot on top of the middle one and it looks like Finn. I mean yeah. that's how you want yeah. it. It's just an S and Cheat then like the way. <laughs> Cheat the system. It's cheat writing. That's all. That's all the signatures. Cheat writing. But I have a friend of mine who is. Uh, she was like me. Her dad always taught her to always write the signature in a scribble. That way, if anybody ever comes to you with like, so, oh, like, oh, you signed the saying, like, that's not my signature because it's just a scribble. And then you can do something else that like is a bit more professional looking. Like, that's my signature. That's not my signature that you have there. That's that's sneaky, but yeah, it's that's smart. that's not hold up in the court alarm now. But if it's just like a small thing, like you know, yeah. <laughs> like, but like it's like you know, it's a small thing that could work. Like you know, you signed the contract, you know, mate. You owe me two cans of coke. You agreed to it. You signed this contract. You have not got any signature of mine. That is a scribble that you've done yourself. This is my signature. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah. on that two cans of coke thing, uh, how? When you have a friendship and uh, your mate buys you something, do you see it as, okay, I'll catch back with something later? Or is it the case of, I owe you this much money, I will get you back or something which is worth this much money kind of thing? Depends on the friends. Like, when me and my best mate Adam, like, there's been time, like, when I, my mate Adam's two months older than me, but I was born in September, so he was always a school year ahead of me. 
Yeah. And yeah. he also didn't do TY, so he left school and I was in fifth year, even though he was only two months older than me. And he um, had a job and he was in college and he was working four days a week. And there was that period where like I had no money coming in. Or like I like I was working jobs but they were cash in hand jobs and they weren't regular. So I didn't have like a regular income like I do now. You know? And uh, I, even at that it was only like twenty or thirty quid a week. Like, you know, it was just little bit jobs here and there wherever I could get a bit of money when I was sixteen or fifteen, like, you know? Yeah. And uh, he was always very like, oh, no, I'll sort you out. Oh, it is for you. But then there was a period there about two years ago where he was unemployed and he couldn't get a job. And then I had a regular income and I, I was working quite a lot. And I was in college and then I was like, here, I'll sort you out. Like, we just do it. Like, me and him, we just do it on, like, you know, oh, look, I bought this, you buy that. Like, you know, like, I made a bet with him during the day. He was convinced he was going to get sacked. And I said, if you don't get sacked, you boys as Chinese. If you get sacked, I'll boys as Chinese. Oh, that is. <laughs> he didn't. So I'm Show support. I knew he wouldn't get sacked, so I'm just I'm just saying that you owe me a Chinese and I know he'll listen to this. Well I, I hope he listens to this. I hope so too. I I have a feeling there's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna get very positive vibes from this podcast specifically because this is literally the first time that I'm talking to you and we're having such a great conversation. Like we've already gone over an hour long and we're still going strong. People yeah, yeah. who I know personally <laughs> We struggled to reach a half an hour. But that's the good thing about doing, like, with somebody on me, like, kind of know, because like, there's a more to explore, because if you know the answer to questions, it's real awkward, like, you know? Yeah, like, this, a little bit. Sorry, like, this conversation we've ever had. So, like, I'm not including Instagram messages. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true, but I mean, their Instagram messages are pretty good as well. I mean, I'll always advocate for fighting the foo any day. I'm waiting on you to give me that you up text. That's all I'm waiting for. Are you within two kilometers? Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you want to sneak out for quarantine tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's run away from the guy to see how fast you can run. <laughs> yeah, I can't run that fast. Yeah, no. Well, you, <laughs> Neither can I. You see, um, what you were saying, but like, see if there was somebody new. Like, say it was, uh, say it started the year in college or something. Yeah. Or was yeah. something they gave me, oh, I'd want to give them that you're back, or I'd want to buy them a drink. Sometime or like you know, like I'd like to say thank you in some way, whether that's repaying them yeah. or buying them something. I, like you know, just I'd never like I'd never get somebody like say somebody said, "Oh, do you want to go to the deli? Oh, I've no money. Oh, come on, sort you. I don't know. Oh, come on, no, come on, don't mind. Come on, you're my mate. All right, grand thanks. At some stage, I'd like to either return it and buy one back for them, or mm. thank them and say, "All right, thanks for that," and never repay them. You know, I'd, I'd always want to repay somebody in some form, like, you know, whether that's a thank you, whether that's the, giving them the money back, just buying them the same thing. I'm the exact same thing, and this is a call out right now to fucking Daryl, Daryl Jennings, alright, because he won't let me repay oh, him back. <laughs> He's built me out three times, no, he built me out four times, and each and every time he won't let me pay him back. I tried to give him the money up front, and he's like, no. Don't you dare. Don't you ever give me money again. That's not how this works. <laughs> it's <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I appreciate it, but it's like, come on. Please, give me closure. I beg. Please. Uh. Yeah, no, but like, I always try and, like, you know, pay back. Or, like, that depends on what it is. Like, you know, like, with, like, so many friends, like, you know, like... Like, you, know, you always... You, you help your mate, so you need to be a mate. Like, you know, sometimes, like, come here, at the end of the day, it can be something stupid sometimes where you go down to the shop, you think you've loads of money, but then, like... Your phone bill just came out, your iTunes came out, your Spotify, or 
That's exactly what happened. What happened. Yeah, like, I've been on the outer world serving somebody and that car gets declined. I'm like, come here, man, don't be embarrassed. I've been there. Don't worry. Like, you know, shit happens in life. My card got rejected for a bottle of water. It happened. Because <laughs> I had like 170 on my bank card. And uh, the tag said 120. I went up to the counter. Turns out it was like 250. And I was like, the cheapest drink they had. Circle K is a ripoff. And also time moves weird in there. True. Double the speed. Yeah, these are all very <laughs> facts. <laughs> time, time's a different thing in there. It's like they're wrong space-time continuum. Inside I know, K. it's like... You go inside for five minutes, you come out, it's an hour later. Oh, do that, or you're in there for half an hour and it's only five minutes. I know, it's so weird, because it's just it's a tiny garage. Depends on what time you go, like, I used to work at the garage, so it depends on what time you go in at, like, you know, like, I used to remember, like, the hours between, like, three to seven would fly in, but anything after seven, anything seemed like a drag. Yeah, that, that time you'd be heading in would be around half five, six o'clock, right after work. Yeah. Yeah. The Word, like, it's kind of like mid drift, like you know, depends on who's in, depends on who's your who you're catching. Yeah, you know, it's, I, I work it's in the garage, so cursed. I used to work for Maxwell. Really? Wait, so it's all garages that this happens, then not just Circle K? Yeah, well, it's kind of like, it's like the garage culture, really, you <laughs> know. <laughs> yeah, when I think of the garage culture, I just think of going up to the garage at like 10 o'clock at night, going up to the window, and be like, yeah, do you have any milk? No, I'll hear you. <laughs> Are garages doing that now and anyways? Instead of just late at night, considering this all... We went, me and my uh, mate Adam, we went down to the garage there. Me, Adam and Robin, we were sitting in my house and it was like half twelve. And me mate Adam was waiting to get paid. And he was like, oh, here, we get paid. We fell down to the garage. And like, me and Robin were already down the shop, so we didn't particularly want to rush back down. So we said, yeah, yeah we feel to get paid, not bother. And yeah. we were saying, whatever. And we strolled down to the garage. It was closed. What? Coronavirus. Closed it down a bit. But it's a garage. I know. I thought... That's it's the, the most reliable shop you can go. Yeah, but the thing is, there's a big, huge Aldi right beside it. Where I live. Well, it was half 12 at night, so no. Um, but, <laughs> you know, they didn't, like, need to stay open. Like, that, like, it's probably not busy enough for them to justify staying open that late and putting their workers at risk, you know? That's the way I look at it anyway. Maybe. But if you're willing to work in a garage, you must be willing to work till doomsday. I, I was I was lucky. The garage I used to work in actually wasn't like a 24-hour garage. It used to close at 12. Yeah. But yeah. I actually got robbed in there as well, fun fact. I got held up. I'm not surprised, to be honest. Just working in garages in general. Yeah, they're not. Like, yeah, I like. I love. I really liked my boss. My boss, like, if I could ever, like, want a boss back, would be my boss from there because he was a really, really, really good guy. Yeah, a really great manager and a really nice guy. You know, my boss uh, now is one of the soundest yeah, people ever. Is what? My boss now is one of the soundest people I've ever met. And um, I was explaining to him that I couldn't go in for the next two weeks, not because of uh, I wasn't available for work, but because my parents didn't feel comfortable with me going in. And he was like totally okay with it. He understood. Well, and, they, they have to be. Yeah, but the thing is, it was I was being a bit of a dick about it because I was like telling him one thing, I was telling him another, but he was still being understanding because, like, 
it's a weird situation for me because I get dropped in by my parents because my job is so far away. Yeah. And I'm just glad that he put yeah, up like, with and promised me my job back afterwards. Yeah, well, like, it's nice. Yeah, it's, uh, because it, it's, it's such a strange time, like, you know, if people want to take the time off, employers can't really be like, no, how dare you, like, yeah, we have to make it work. Like, if people don't, if you don't feel safe, you don't feel safe, and you got to look after your safety first and foremost, like, you know? Yeah, definitely. That is one sentiment I can agree and, with. 100%. Yeah, only the worst of employers, like, if you get sacked, if, one, if you get sacked for that, it's unfair dismissal and you could actually sue them. Um, but like, at the end, it's health and safety and it's just like, if you feel like your life is at risk going to work, you have every right not to go into work. You know, it's like, it's like I got robbed. I, like, I, I even still have a lot of PTSD from that. And like, you know, I always, and like I got robbed on O'Connell Street as well. Um, in December of 2018. Yeah, was that, yeah, two years ago. Um, I got robbed twice that year. I got robbed in my job and I got robbed in O'Connell Street. How'd that happen? I was waiting for my... Were you held up with a knife? Uh, no, no. In the, when I was um, in work, I got held up with a knife and your man jumped off the counter and had me empty in the till into his bag. And then uh, when I was on O'Connell Street, some fella just came up and gave me a dig and knocked me over and took um, some stuff off me. That happened to me too, except they didn't take anything off me. I was four years old walking in town and then this junkie came over and just kind of smacked me across the head. Mm. No reason. It was for no reason whatsoever. I think he was just out of it. Snapping my leg. I actually felt like crying because uh, I, I, when I was on O'Connell Street, I was wearing my uh, Beats, my wireless Beats, and oh, like, well, like, one of them things was I was using them in college all the time. Like, they were worth about 300 quid, but they were like so invaluable to me. Yeah. They were so, yeah. Like, I used those things at least three or four times a day, like going to places and listening to music. Like I used to listen to a lot more music on those because the quality of them was so good. Whereas the headphones I have now are kind of, they're wired a few years ago that I just picked up. Like one of my mates actually gave them to me because he got a new pair, you know the way some colleges give them pre beats. Shout out to BCFE for not doing that. Um, <laughs> I thought it was just the thing I was missing out on. <laughs> Uh, they said like one of my mates colleges were giving them free wireless beats and he just said here do you want to just take down ones off me until you get a new pair I was like yeah but the thing is like, they're releasing new beats at the end of this year anyway so I just said instead of paying 300 quid again for the exact same pair I'm just going to wait and spend 300 quid on a newer pair but like, no just wait a year I'm just going to keep vibing with my 6 euro uh, Londis earphones <laughs> I could I need a good quality set of earphones like the apple earpods aren't that bad like, i've not tried i've not tried the earpods but like the word earpods that you get like i just got a new iphone i got the iphone 11 there a few weeks back and like i got the word earphones and they're actually not that bad they're actually you have to get a lot louder since the last time i listened to them and then the headphones i use are um these word beats that are okay they're a bit like uncomfortable because they're very small and have a massive head yeah, uh, yeah, no, we used to have a very old pair of wired beats as well, and the, like, the cushion of the thing was like super thin. Um, it's like it's grand for like half an hour, but like once you get to like an hour with them things on you, it just, it's actually just sort of them on your head. Yeah, and like, what's the point? Because with over the head earphones, like, your headphones, you want them to last for like long periods of time. Because if you're just going for like a 30 minute walk or something, you won't wear the entire like headphones, you probably wear earphones or something. It depends on me. Like I, I like to wear headphones going on a walk with my dog, you know, just to clear the head. Because like, yeah. like where my park is, there's a 
roads right beside it and just like roads on either side to compare a lot of cars if you just had earphones in. Though I prefer to wear headphones personally on my walks. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right outside my house, there's a huge park. And um, do you know where the sports centre is? In Bally Forever? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know where it is. That, that park behind it is like the park near me. That just huge park is like so close to me. I could just go for a walk wherever, and they're building a, they're building like a playground or something, which yeah. would be cool. I'd probably I'd, take. I'd the like here at the, the park because you started the park downstairs. <laughs> uh, wait, what? I think my dog can hear us talking with the park because he's just standing oh. the park down. Oh. What? <laughs> oh, if you could hear me, you'd probably like just come in and destroy everything. That was the best. He wouldn't destroy that. Ah, uh, well. He's yeah. very hyper on my dog. What? Every dog. My dog, he's very hyper. He's a boxer. Extremely hyper dog. But he's the best. He's harmless. Like, he couldn't hurt a fly. Oh, yeah. It's usually the bigger dogs who are, like, harmless. It's the tiny ones that you have to worry about. Jack Russell. Oh, it's small dog syndrome all the way. Oh, it's small dog syndrome all the way. Yeah. Um, I just have a cat. <laughs> Ooh, I, I, I really like kittens. Kittens are pretty cute, but I just, I'd never get a cat. See, the thing, well, I got her as a kitten and I have her, like, she's about, like, one and a half now. It's the thing where she's just, it's, she doesn't need constant attention, but when she wants attention, she'll find you. And yeah. she'll just, like, sit beside you and, like, my cat headbutts me. Like, she usually headbutts my hand if she wants a pet or headbutts my face when I'm lying down. She's woken me up a few times by doing that. I just find cats are very, like, you know, like, a cat's very independent, whereas, like, a dog needs you. Absolutely, so, yeah. yeah. Like, dogs are a lot more like, oh, my God, you are my world, whereas cats are like, yeah, like, you're just there, you know? <laughs> That's why I'm sure dogs a lot more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, dogs it's best to have the independence I, of the cat. I firmly, firmly believe that dogs are the best thing in the planet. Like, Hands down, they are kind. They are, their only purpose in the world is to love you, and that's just the best. Like you know, like there's a lot of fantastic animals, but dogs are just the best thing in the world. You know, and they're loyal to you. They'll never leave you. They'll never betray you if, as long as you treat them right. Don't get me wrong. They are top three, for sure. But for me, they're not number one. Number one. Number one for me is a hedgehog. I've not seen enough hedgehogs in person to make a good judgement on that, to be honest. I've been looking into them a lot. Like, I just like looking up about different animals, especially hedgehogs. I've been doing a deep dive on their Instagram. I've been doing a deep dive on their Instagrams. Sonic, he's up to the nowadays, Tails. But now he's getting on a bit. And, uh... <laughs> and Knuckles has become a professional boxer. He's going to fight KSI next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god, KSI has become knuckles with his new hair. I just. <laughs> 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 oh fuck, I don't know how many after copping that now. After stack, yeah, it's pretty dangerous. <laughs> yeah, god. Oh, that's um, funny. <laughs> thank you, I'm a comedic genius. So, the underdog, uh, the undercar, who's Joe Weller pointing? Tails? Uh, she like Doctor Rock, Jack Black. Is it Doctor Rock? Is the villain's name Sonic? 
Uh, no, that's Eggman. Doc Ock is from Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey played in the new film. Yeah. Yeah, he played Dr. Eggman. Oh, Dr. He did a wonderful job. Like, I was saying this last episode. I, I, I love the Sonic movie. Everyone involved I did such a good job. I love the fact that they reacted to the fan service of, oh my god, that CGI is dreadful, change that. And they actually did. Yeah, and, the, and who said yeah, bullying I mean, gets you nowhere? <laughs> oh. Jesus right. Yeah, I get into very bad laughing things. Have that thing the Joker has for sure, yeah. That's a great film now. Yeah, very good. Um Joaquin fully deserved the Oscar for that. Definitely, and I'm glad that he got like is that the first Oscar given out for a superhero movie? Um no, Heath Ledger won it as well. The Joker. He won a first portrayal of the Joker in the Dark Knight. Yeah, it, if you can do it well, you can do it like very well. I think. What do you yeah. think of Jared Leto as the Joker? I, I didn't really like Suicide Squad. To be honest, with you. I didn't like him, but I don't feel like he deserved all the hate he got because most oh, of the time, you know, it was pretty hard. To, like he was the first live action Joker after Heath Ledger. Yeah, and like. It was a big thing to follow up, and he tried to do something completely different, which I do commend, but it just didn't work. The big problem with the Joker is you could take Joker out, you could take every scene the Joker is in out of Suicide Squad, and it would not affect the plot one bit. Oh, absolutely not. But the thing is, there were so many more scenes with Jared Leto, with his Joker, that ended up getting taken out of the movie. But even still, what all them taking out, it didn't like cause any confusion to the plot or that, like you know. No, absolutely not. But you could take out almost I, all of I the movie. I feel bad for Jared. Like, I think I'd give him another crack at it if they're gonna do more DCU films with Joker. I'd let him have another one or two cracks at it. Yeah, no, definitely. I hate the way they wrote the Joker. It wasn't Jared Leto's fault. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to say. And the way they designed the Joker was really stupid as well. Like the tat, the tattoos they gave him was very abysmal. It was god yeah, awful. Yeah. <laughs> if they could do Joker like they done Harley, you know, like you know, it was, it was like it was cartoonish to an extent, like you know, whereas like it just felt like Jared Leto's because they were trying to contrast Heath Ledger. It just felt way too cartoony for me. You know, whereas Harley had that really good balance of cartoony, but also, like, you know, realistic and sexy, you know? Yeah, not- definitely. Um, Whatever happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, DC's been trying their best. Uh, the new Harley Quinn... Sorry, not the Harley Quinn movie. The Birds of Prey movie. <laughs> yeah. um, I haven't seen it, but I heard it's getting a lot of shit. Because uh, it's not a Harley Quinn movie, but it's mostly focused on Harley Quinn. But it's not focused on her enough to make it a good movie. Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it either. I, I gave up on DC after um, Justice League, except for Shazam. I went to see Shazam. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it has to... Like, if they released a, a Green Arrow movie or a Flash movie, I'd go see that. Yeah, Depends. Just based on TV shows, though, really. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. But like, if they had like an, uh, I'd love them to have a crack at Green Lantern. To be honest, with you. I think that should be the next thing they should have a crack at because Green Lantern has a lot of potential. But yeah. it just it needs a good script and it needs the right actor. Yeah, and like, they should have a post credit um, scene where they killed Ryan Reynolds again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ryan Reynolds did that bad. I don't think he's atrocious. I just oh, no. think it's, I just it's like that from uh, Deadpool too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just play the exact same scene as well. Just have it as Deadpool instead of the Green Lantern. Yeah, you can or, play like, all of the Green Lantern. The Green Lantern kill Wade Wilson. Like the Fox one. The newer one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Very um, cool. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what other DC heroes. Because like, when I think of DC, I think of Injustice. And then I'm like... Who was a guest character and who was an actual character in that? Because I'm not. I think they could make a pretty good TV show around. Um, what's the fucking? Uh, the it's the team that Robin's on. The the kids team. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. They could make it. I know that there's a movie supposed to be coming out about that, but I think that would work a lot better as a TV show, like a dark TV show, kind of like. That's like, why. Kind I... of like the. That's what it used to be, kind of, as a cartoon. It was like a darker, more serious cartoon before they made Teen Titans go. Ever seen the cartoon, though? The cartoon's very good. I, I, I highly recommend it. I'm not sure where you can watch it, but if you can find well, it. Well, it used to be on Cartoon Network back in the day, but I haven't got Cartoon Network anymore. Yeah, man. I, I don't think they air it anymore. They usually air Teen Titans Go now, which is not good. What was well, that? At least they know it's not good. What was that show? And it was about the monsters in that gaff. Um. Uh, oh, do you remember? And it was like it was like they were all adopted or something. What was that on Nick or Cartoon Network or what? Cartoon Network. Like it was around the time of like Ed, Ed and Eddie, and the Adventures of the Grim Reaper. Um. Will and Gills. Like it was around that era. I forget the name of the show. To be honest, um, I'm not entirely sure myself because I was more of a Nickelodeon kid. I kind of drifted between the two of them. I, like, I thought the shows on Cartoon Network were better, but the shows on the better shows were always on late at night. Like Ed, Ed and Eddie, that was always on later at yeah. night. Because I, I think Pretty I was getting. I think I was a kid when like that stuff was kind of coming out of fashion. Or Johnny Bravo. Yeah. Johnny Bravo. Johnny Bravo was Johnny Test was really good. I actually used to really like that. Yeah, I think it gets too much shit, especially for its animation. But aside from the animation, I thought it was. It was entertaining. The fetishes have stemmed from that show, so I'll give it. A, I'll, I'll give the approval. While <laughs> <laughs> well, we're doing this, I'm just gonna run through more cartoons because we're on to something here. What about Fatboy and Chum Chum? Um, I can't, oh, I can remember the, that name. I can't remember. The, let me look. It was like that. two kids living on their own. One, one of them had like a purple hero outfit with like a weird squarish head. And then there was like a younger kid. Oh, I never really watched that that much. It wasn't good, but it was also the best thing ever. <laughs> it was so bad it was good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, people don't appreciate um, it as much as they should. Actually, just done a TikTok about um, like old TV show theme tunes. TikTok is S Finner, by the way, everybody. Um, but like, if you go onto my TikTok, um, there's a video, and it's like you know, like you stand to the left or to the right of like, you no, know, if you either watch the show and you can sing this theme song to it, 
or you can't so I think it was like three I couldn't get and one of my friends texted me like how did you not know what Am Farm was I was like what's Am Farm I've never heard no no I haven't I haven't heard of Am Farm how did you <laughs> um, so, what were the I've good ones you got wrong oh I don't even know Um I, I could tell you the ones I got right. The thing I didn't know what they were, but like I know Ant Farm was one that my friend Caitlin was like, "Oh my God, how did you not get that?" But like there was like Carly was on there. Victoria, I think Victoria's like one of the best theme songs ever. Uh, yeah. Sweet yeah. Hannah Montana was there. Wizards Away with the Place. That was a great show. The finale was Wizards Away with the Place. Fantastic. I only watched that the other day. Was that a, was that a movie? They done like a big like hour and a half special. I'm not sure if it was a movie or if it was just a TV show special. But um, it was like you know when like you know the family wizard gets gets picked. Yeah, you know, was, yeah, yeah. I, I remember what it is. I just couldn't remember if it was considered a movie or a TV special. I can't remember myself. I only watched like the last couple of minutes. Like it, was, it just came up on my Facebook thing. You know, like yeah. you know, on, um, the, the things of Google Box and everything comes up. It was it just came up on that because I was watching loads of Disney stuff because of Disney Plus. Yeah, what would be the and best? TV show theme of all time. Alright, we'll go cartoon, sitcom, and then other because then like actual shows. Yeah. <laughs> um alright, so like cartoon like are we are we going class cartoons and kid like you know, kids T V shows in the same or are we gonna go cartoons, kid T V shows? And we'll go Separate. cartoons, then kid T V shows and then sitcom. Just cartoons. Um If you want oh, cartoons can also include anime. <laughs> what? Jump oh, move! <laughs> Just bring in the same. <laughs> yeah, I a while ago I did this poll on um on Instagram. I did this whole like bracket system where I had like oh these anime themes versus those, and I'm so disappointed. Yu-Gi-Oh lost. It's it beat Pokemon, which I was Pokemon. very happy about. But lost Pokemon, the ancient Pokemon is is up there. It's 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 in my consideration already. Like Pokemon was better by how simple it was. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. How did that one go for that? It was just whistling. That's all it was. Uh, oh. Yeah. I'd that kind of reminds me of uh, Amazing World of Gumball. That had a good team as well. Do you remember, do you remember Chowder? See, the thing is, <laughs> I remember watching Chowder, but I don't remember going out of my way to watch Chowder. Uh, <laughs> it was one of them where it was on after a show you liked, and you were like, yeah, just watch it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It'd be like, oh, I'm at my mum's friend's house, and this is on the telly. This is what we're doing now. Okay. This, this is what we're violating. Yeah. I only found out Chowder was an actual dish only like about two years ago and I went oh my god I was watching that show about that little cook the whole time and I didn't even know Wait, that was an actual dish Wait, cheese? What's a soup? Oh <laughs> I'm thinking of Chowder Oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh Yeah um, I can't remember the theme song to that um, Do you remember the Chop Socky Chucks? It's probably like a ninja hot dog or something. Ah, <laughs> oh, there was like four of them. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. I, so, uh, I'm going to go for best theme, theme song for animation. I'm actually going to go for Pokemon. 
Okay, I'm gonna go with Cowboy Bebop. It is. Have you heard the opening to Cowboy Bebop? Oh, I don't remember anyway. Uh, it it was an anime, not a cartoon. But the thing is, it's it's opening is so iconic that I feel like to me personally, it's the best anime and animation opening of all time. Basically, it's just like it's it's very jazz heavy. It's like high tempo jazz. Honestly, <laughs> if you get the time, look it up. It's like three minutes long, and you you'll appreciate it. Mm. Um, yeah. So that'd be my pick. Sitcom. No wait, no. Okay, kids TV show first. Kids TV show. So I, my contenders for this have got to be Hannah Montana, Drake and Josh, Victorious, Wizards, mm-hmm. and they're my they're my five in contention. But I'm gonna go for the Drake and Josh theme song. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to. Drake and Josh is so. I remember mentioning needs to go to Zach and Cody, who had a really really good one as well. Yeah. So the thing is, I remember Zach. I whenever I think of Zach and Cody, I never ever think of the opening. Really? Yeah, no. I just think of like the actual show and like certain scenes in it. That like they're the main things that stick out. But for like Drake and Josh, the opening is so iconic. Uh, I feel like. I never thought that be so if you open up your mind, it's What song? Yeah. That banger. Hopefully Drake Bell doesn't hear this because he'll hate us. Oh, we didn't mention in the cartoons one that I just want to give a quick shout out to actually. The two actually. Yeah, so the first, Annie Phantom, right? Oh. <laughs> and the second one that we didn't mention but deserves to mention Phineas and Ferb I want to change no I don't want to change my answer but Phineas and Ferb yeah, Phineas and Ferb was rocking <laughs> most of the songs on Phineas and Ferb are rocking <laughs> Ain't Got Rhythm is still one of the best songs I've ever released yeah um, alright but for, ki- for kids TV show I'm going to go Drake and Josh I'm not even going to try and find a different one to contend with it. I'm going to have to go with Drake and Josh as well. Right, so best sitcom. Um, um, but like the obvious big one is Friends. Um, I have, for openings, I have a, a... Do you want me to say mine now, or do you want to keep trying to thinking about it? Well, do whatever you want. Like, I'm going like, to throw out a couple of them and then pick mine. Right, like, I'm going to say my absolute favourite right now is the King of Queens. Yeah, that's good. Really good. Yeah, it's... Well, like, one that I actually really dislike the show, but I actually really like the intro to it. And that's the Big Bang Theory. I don't like Big Bang Theory at all. I think it's trash. Yeah. Um... I think it's, just, it's such late. It's such a rip-off of Friends. And so is How I Met Your Mother. I think How I Met Your Mother is the worst for it. I think, like, at least, like, it's a different, it's a really different approach. With, um, I, I, I liked How I Met Your Mother up until the last season, and then the last season just made me not like it. I know what happens at the end of it. Because like, I, I, one of my friends was really into it, and I was watching the last episode with him, so I, I've seen what happens at the end, but, like, and that would annoy me as well if I'd gotten really first. It's like Game of Thrones. I've not watched Game of Thrones, but... I don't know what happens, but everybody's really pissed off about the last two seasons, so I'm actually glad I didn't invest so much time into it. Yeah. Everybody seems to be really... 
the end of Oh my god, there was one that just yeah. popped in my head. That 70s uh, show. Yeah, it's a good show. Well, I, the Simpsons and Family Guy gotta give them all the mentions as well everybody hates Chris because I can't really, it hasn't got any lyrics but it's just got nice music it's uh, the Modern Family intro yeah it's a really different one like you know because it's, it's just got it's got a sax in it like you know there's not a lot of theme songs with a saxophone in them um, I can't play bebop but... <laughs> oh, um, I'm like I'm, I'm not do you know, actually do you know what I'm going to say is the best one Only Fields and Horses which one wasn't there two there's only one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, fair enough. Which I'm going to stick with King of Queens, to be honest. I, I'm going to go for Army Fields. I think that the Army Fields intro song is just so iconic. Yeah, I can understand. I put, I put Friends up there. I was going to pick Friends, but, but until I thought of Army Fields. But, um, yeah, no, I just like the, I like the Army Fields. I, I, could, I could sing the Army Fields. I could enjoy it more because of... I can enjoy the song Tommy Feels More because Friends is such an overplayed one and it's such an obvious one. Do you know, I can enjoy the um, Tommy Feels one a bit more. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from with that, but honestly, I feel like that isn't really a factor when it comes to these shows anymore. Because yeah. whenever I watch them, I'm going out of my way to watch them. Yeah. But the thing is, like, even, especially with Netflix, you can just skip intros nowadays. Yeah. Also, I actually, I mention for the cartoon ones. This isn't a song, but it's an iconic intro nonetheless. Yeah. Earth, water, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations they never did change from the fire to that. Oh, the Avatar, master of all four elements, could save us. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A few years went by, and my brother and I discovered a new Avatar, an airbender the name Ang. Um, um. Shit. <laughs> and then and what is With TNT. While his airbending skills are great, he's got a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe Ang can save the world. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, no, that is definitely a good show, honestly. Um, I started to do that off the bat. <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> I did watch it like two weeks ago, still like I skipped the intro nine times at the time. I think I've watched one today, just to keep it in my head. I'm over 50 episodes into Yu-Gi-Oh! And I've not skipped the intro once. Iconic. I've, I've skipped the... the recap? I've skipped the recap, but oh, I'll skip the recap to the opening. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I can't not. While I loved Yu-Gi-Oh, right, the one thing I hated about rewatching it, I've rewatched it twice. I watched it when I was a kid, I watched it when I was in TY then. I watched it over the course of the year. Like I didn't sit down and watch it for a month. I, I watched it was just on my watch list on Netflix. And I'd watch like the odd episode every like two or three days. Like I wasn't like watching Yu-Gi-Oh properly, like, you know, I was just like I might go like two weeks without watching an episode, like, you know. It was one of the things I just like I'm having me dinner by myself, like, you know. Well, like I was just passing a bit of time on the bus, and uh, 
it's just there's so many subplots that it's annoying. Do you ever get like they're in the middle of like a big final duel and then all of a sudden it goes off for four episodes and does something completely different and then comes back to the duel for two two episodes at the end. Yeah, a little bit, but I haven't really gotten that far into it. Not that I've like <laughs> noticed that right. I just finished yeah. the fight with Pegasus. It's solid enough on that, but it's the next one, the the um Dual Monster, it's the one when the gold cards come in. What's that season called again? I know what one you're on about, but I don't know what the season yeah. is called. The Battlefield Games or something like that, or the... So, like, the one that... The, the tournament that set Okaiba sets up and the gold yeah, yeah. cards come into it. The final 20 episodes of that, or the final 15 at least, are, the, are, are all Yugi versus um, your man in, oh. in, in, in volume. And then, like, in the middle of the duel, like four moves in they just drift off and go into a completely new story and go into a new world for like 10 episodes and then finish the duel in four is episodes is it with Joey? no I don't think Joey's like I think Joey's his spirit's been captured or something by that stage oh well then what's the point no one likes Tristan why do people it, keep trying to force no, Tristan no, no, they, they done it with all and like Yugi was in there Tristan was in it Kaiba was in it uh, no Joey was there Tao was in it and they like all go off and like they play do you remember the game? There was that game that you know other man set up the Dungeons and Dragons joke with the Dungeon yeah. Dice or something. Yeah. There was that whole thing with him and then they'd start playing that and then they'd go to a different world and like they'd have to st- I, I just I don't know. As much as I loved the show, I thought that was as big as the downfall. That was actually it was way too long. Well yeah, but that's just I the case know. with most things in general because like they need to fill out uh space time for the manga to go ahead a little bit. Usually there's places where you can avoid those epi- like lists online, and then for One Piece, for example, there's so much filler that uh, a group of people formed a team where it's actually the best way to watch One Piece, where you can go through this list of episode re-edited episodes, so it cuts out all the filler and it actually cuts the entire runtime in like half. So from like over nearly a thousand episodes, which would, it's still a lot, but like down to like five hundred, and then there's like specials that shorten it down even further you could realistically catch up to one piece you'd be missing a lot of information but you could realistically catch up in like two weeks it's like the people who like want to watch the mcu now and you just give them the list of like the six films that are really important to watch and it's like you could watch endgame and get a cry out of it if you if you just watch these films and understand the background really really understand that you just should watch all 22 films maybe not the incredible hulk yeah, <laughs> yeah. One kind of like at least like Spider Man is still relevant, you know, even though it's the Sony thing. Um, and the same with um, what are, like Thor: The Dark World. Like yeah, at least like one of the best films. At least they're still like kind of relevant with the reality stone, you know. Yeah. Um, they'll ever cross over. Could you imagine if they use this whole uh, multiverse theory? And then they somehow get a Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire, and Andrew Garfield. I think that'd be funny as fuck. I think it'd be great. <laughs> but you know what? Like, one of my favorite films ever, and I think it's one of the best superhero films ever made, is uh, Into the Spider-Verse. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The soundtrack to it is fucking yeah, great. Yeah, no, it was very, like well, when the movie came out. I literally just went straight to the soundtrack because I like. I heard some of the features that were going to be on it, so I went straight to the soundtrack on uh, Spotify, and it's one of the greatest listens I like could have done that day, honestly. Yeah. 
Guardians of the Galaxy also has a fantastic track, and but like I think like, I think that's half of Guardians of the Galaxy. People know it from the soundtrack. Yeah, to be honest, a soundtrack can carry a movie very heavily. And I love. I've got a pretty controversial opinion actually now. So I actually like Guardians two more than I like Guardians one. Both fantastic films, but I think Guardians two is a bit. I just like. It. I personally like it a bit more. To be honest, I didn't even know that that was considered a hot take. I thought they were both well, held up. A lot, people, a lot of people consider Guardians 2 a bit trash, or they consider the story a bit weak. Well, sometimes it's not even about... Obviously, a story is very important, but sometimes it's not even about the story. It's about the experience and, like, the journey through it. Obviously, it's just mainly world-building. Yeah. Like for the MCU, and so it's, like Thor Ragnarok does it a lot better. Thor Ragnarok is one of the best MCU films. Oh, I one hundred percent. It builds the world. And it's the same with Thor: The Dark World. Like it gets a lot of shit, and like yeah, it probably is. The, I, I actually think the Incredible Hulk was better. Than um, but I like I didn't dislike the film. I wasn't like on that. I was like I'll probably watch this again. You want about but, the first Thor film? Second one? Yeah, I think it was good, but it was no, it was it was alright. It wasn't bad. It was just it was trying to build the world up a bit too much. It took it took on more than it could than it could really. Yeah, and it was the MCU didn't know where it was really going. Like like they knew it was going to be Thanos, but they didn't know how they were going to get to Thanos. Like it was in the midst of like you know, is it like you know? Why is Thanos the big bad? He's the big purple daddy. Well, do you know who else is an even bigger purple daddy? Galactus. With 22 it, uh, movies of build-up, you'd expect... I'd expect something like Galactus, to be honest. The thing is, like, they, they don't want to stop with 22. They're going to make another 22 films. <laughs> so that's going to be Galactus. How are they going to squeeze 22 films now? Why are they going to... Well, like, Thor 4 is going to come out. They need to make Ant-Man 3. Guardians 3 is on the way. You know, Black Widow's you know, oh, Spider-Man do another film. They're gonna bring in more characters. There's already a lot more. Doctor Strange is due two more films. He, he already has Madness in the Multiverse or whatever coming out, and he still has to get a third film. Then he's actually one of my favorite characters in the MCU. He's like, I think he's pretty underrated. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah I love no, definitely. I really like what he was doing in uh, Endgame. So, uh, oh my God, this is like. The longest podcast I've done by a we're going, we're going two hours now, yeah, bro. We're going two hours. Yeah, nearly, yeah. Well, we're like ten minutes off two hours. I wasn't sure if we started at half or twenty plus. Um, yeah. Yeah, we started at half, but I'm I'm genuinely uh proper thankful you came on for sure because um, Thank you for me, you know. And putting up with my neighbours and my siblings and all that. <laughs> Jesus. It, it, it's like you've put my dog barking in the background at one stage and my, my singing of songs that you did not ask for. <laughs> you know, I really appreciate the covers because it it's nice blooper material. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, that's the main show. All right? <laughs> uh, it could be the main show, but it would be the main show on its own video. Um, yes. Just have exclusive yeah. performances from Sean Finn, the Yu-Gi-Oh theme. The, I'll just <laughs> upload twenty videos to my channel. I'll be like, uh, it'll be like ten years down the line. I'll be like, I'll be like playing somewhere like relatively big, and I'll be like, ah, oh, scandal! He ripped off Yu-Gi-Oh when he was twenty. Ah, oh, how dare he! On the biggest podcast in yeah. Uzbekistan. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I don't even know what I'm on about anymore. And um, yeah, it's fun, like you know. Yeah, no, it's been great having you on. Uh, you, you were planning on performing your song. Your ah, was like, yeah, no, 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 if you don't want it, it's totally fine. I'll just shout out the the tune or even an announcement to make. I'll mute me mic and let you go. You just say what you need to say. Yeah. What? Wait, no, you completely lagged out. I like you're not coming through properly. Um. Right. I'm coming through. Wait. Uh, you're coming through. Somewhat well. I'm gonna mute my microphone real quick. Okay. So um yeah um bit of a early exclusive announcement. I'm gonna release the song on SoundCloud this Friday at six p.m. Not gonna do it like midnight like most artists because you know I like to be a bit. I've got like a bit of a rep for releasing songs at weird times. Like my first song came out at like three a.m. on a Saturday morning. <laughs> like you know um at my um my last song touch mm. which. Was played at the start. Like Keith was very kind to play at the start of the video, uh, as a podcast even. And um, I brought that out at like six pm on a Monday evening, like not a usual like launch time. So I like to keep it a bit different, you know. And um, but yeah, the song is called Crumbling, and it's about biscuits. So uh, I'll start. I was me Actually, in the dark, you know I'm scared of the night, and I don't know what I'm doing. Whether you ain't sitting by my side, I'm sure that sleep at night. I'm sure that just to get out of bed, because the thoughts in my head were down. I know it's not my fault, it's your fault for never having care. But you never thought in silly situations. Just lying there, and all the cares in my ear. It's all trying to reach out for me. All I do is reach out for you I'm trying for you all that day My life is covered being together away I'm better off Talking to a stranger Life I found won't ever eventually care Every human said you'd be by my side I'm struggling to sleep at night I'm struggling just to get out of bed Because of thoughts in my own head now 
I know But I don't really know If you want to know about me But you never walk into situations You're just lying there And all the cares in my head don't try to reach out for me And all I do is reach out for you I'm trying for you all that day My life is crumbling but it's being taken away You. That was actually, yeah, actually really, yeah. I thought that was alright. Yeah, no, that was a brilliant I'll try performance. To like, yeah, I've been trying to record it all week, and uh, I just like I keep like messing up one small part each time, and like that was actually alright. So oh, hey, you have that little uh, backup plan over Discord. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. At the end of the podcast. Sign up for Discord there, and um, just look up this podcast. Yeah. Well, well, this goes on YouTube. I'm not going to release the song. Just go to the end of that podcast, and there it is. Yeah, that's it. Tough tits. I'm not, I'm not going to even cut it down for a separate video. No, it's staying at the end. And that is <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> um, right. Thank you so much for joining me on. Please, thank you for having me, man. Really, no really fun. Uh, I would say dose of the bait. We did debate a good bit, but this is like a mix between both parts. So this is just keep it It's a big an interview. Yeah. Um, Which is perfect. Yeah, it was perfect for me too. Uh, I think we might go with that uh, from now on. We're still workshopping it. You've just improved this podcast greatly. So, well, I have just graced you with my um, godliness, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> um, final moments. What do you want to shout out? 
Um, so I should probably give a massive shout out to the people. Uh, I mentioned the people that I already mentioned this, this again a few minutes at the end. Uh, listen to Lucy Blue, who is absolutely amazing. Look her up on Spotify. Have a look at the cover she just on Instagram. Really, really good. Um, my mate Emily Seven. Big shout out to them. Um, I'm single. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Francie Conway, who's you know giving me a big boost and help. Not well, giving me the confidence to start writing songs properly and writing good songs, not just shy. Um, and shout out to my granda, because my granda's the man. All the links. Oh. I'm not sure about his granda, but all the links will be <laughs> in the description below. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just an aside. I got I got the fans of me in the description. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Time to catch up on these at work. Oh god. Um yeah, you oh, sorry. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh this has been so Keep It Zen. See you soon. Slow the fall. Rock and roll. And stay inside.